Welcome to the Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Kids Podcast. Do you know someone who is brave? Or how about someone who is determined? I bet you do. Today we will learn about Helen Keller, a woman who is brave, determined, and so much more. Helen Keller was born in Tuscumbia, Alabama on June 27, 1880. She had a younger sister, and her father had served as an officer in the Confederate Army during the Civil War. Helen was a bright child. She began speaking when she was just six months old and could walk when she was one. Then something terrible happened. When Helen was just 19 months old, she got very ill. She ran a very high fever. No one knew what made Helen sick, but perhaps it was meningitis or scarlet fever. After several days of running a fever, Helen finally started to feel better. She no longer had a fever, but her no She no longer had a fever, but her mother noticed that Helen no longer responded to loud noises. Her mother also realized that Helen could no longer see. The fever had left Helen deaf and blind. Helen did not let this slow her down. Remember, she was determined. The family's cook had a daughter about Helen's age, and they became friends. Helen and Martha developed their own way of talking to each other. They had over 60 signs that they used to communicate, but it wasn't all going well. Helen was prone to temper tantrums when she did not get her way. She would kick and scream at whoever was in her way. Relatives of the Keller family advised Helen's parents to send her away. They did not think she could be helped. When Helen was six years old, her father sought out help from Alexander Graham Bell. Bell's son-in-law was the director of the Perkins Institute for the Blind in Boston, Massachusetts. Bell's son-in-law was the director of the Perkins Institute for the Blind in Boston, Massachusetts. There, the Kellers met Anne Sullivan, a 20-year-old recent graduate of the institution who had vision problems of her own. Anne would go on to play a vital role in Helen's life. The first thing that Anne taught Helen was fingerspelling. Anne would have Helen hold an object and then use her fingers to spell the name into the palm of Helen's hand. One of the first words that Helen connected with the fingerspelling was water. Anne was as determined as Helen, and within a few months, Helen knew almost 600 words her multiplication tables, and how to read things written in Braille. Anne accompanied Helen to the Horace Mann School for the Deaf, where Helen learned to speak. This allowed Helen to communicate her thoughts to others, but others could not communicate with her since she was both deaf and blind. Again, Helen did not give up. She learned to read people's lips by placing her fingers on their mouths and throats. When Helen was just 14, she went to New York City and attended the Wright Humason School for the Deaf. Two years later, she enrolled at the Cambridge School for Young Ladies, located in Massachusetts. Helen was even admitted to Radcliffe College, from which she graduated in 1904. Helen was the first deaf and blind person to earn a bachelor's degree from college. She graduated cum laude at that. I told you Helen was brave and determined. After she finished school, Helen went on to become a writer. She was unique because she was doing things that no disabled person like her had ever done. 
She wrote for major magazines like Ladies Home Journal, McClure's, The Century, and The Atlantic Monthly. She wrote about her experiences with blindness. Helen also wrote several autobiographical books, including The Story of My Life, The World I Live In, Light in My Darkness, and others. In addition to writing, Helen started speaking for the American Foundation for the Blind. She did use the help of an interpreter, and she was very successful. Her work with the Foundation led her to establish an endowment fund of $2 million. The fund was used to improve the lives of others who were deaf and blind. In 1920, Helen also co-founded the American Civil Liberties Union, which exists to ensure that all people's rights are protected. Because of Helen's work, many disabled people were no longer confined to asylums. By 1946, Helen toured the world with the American Foundation for Overseas Blind. She visited 35 countries over the next 11 years, offering her support to those blinded by combat, poor health, and malnutrition. Anne would remain Helen's companion until her death, almost 50 years. After Anne died, Polly Thompson accompanied Helen. Helen suffered a stroke in 1961 that confined her to her home. She died in her sleep June 1st, 1968. Helen received many awards and honors over her lifetime. There's even a television drama called The Miracle Worker written about Anne and her. The movie was made into a play on Broadway in 1959. I told you Helen Keller was a brave, determined, and courageous woman. Thanks for tuning in to the Kids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. Thank you.